0: From Cake to Happiness, a podcast where we discuss topics that impact our mental health and well-being. I challenge you to see your potential, push yourself to create change, and to always spread love and kindness. I am your host, Carlene Ross, a certified life coach, author, and mental health advocate. Let's chat. Hi everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Rum Cake to Happiness. I am your girl Carlene. Thanks so much for popping in and spending some time with me today. We are in December. I can't believe that we are in December. Christmas is just around the corner. So hopefully with this whole COVID situation, um, you know, we're at the Well, I don't even know what to say because now there's a new variant. So we're not going to get into all of that. Just stay safe. And definitely, you know, malls and and things are open. If you feel that you need to go and visit those places to purchase, you know, your Christmas gifts, just be safe. We have a couple more episodes that we're going to do for December. Just a few. And yeah, then the year is over. I can't believe that 2021 kind of came and went. And when I look back on 2021, um, I feel like it was an okay year. It wasn't anything that was, you know, amazing for me, but it definitely wasn't terrible. And so I do, I'm very thankful and very grateful for the, you know, the milestones that I celebrated this year and for, um, you know, just still being here and enjoying my family, enjoying my friends. And of course getting to talk to you guys all the time. That is my therapy. 100%. So guys, today, this is episode number 17 of season number two. And today we're going to talk about baby mama drama. Now, I actually hate the word baby mama, because I feel like the word baby mama is more of a derogatory title for the mother of children. And, you know, I think it came out because, or it came about rather, because of the negativity that it, it kind of has surrounding, you know, families having multiple mothers, having multiple children, um, with someone who is clearly not really about family life. And so we're going to talk about that today and talk about, you know, some of the reasons why these women, you know, feel the need to consistently get into relationships with men who are not, you know, quality um, parents to the point that you want to build a relationship You want to be there for your child. You want to have, you know, strong foundations and you want to have a strong sense of what family is. There's a lot of women out here who have children by men who have multiple, multiple kids. And I'm not saying that these men are bad because some of these men take great care of their children. Financially, you know, they try to be there for them physically, emotionally. And so some of the men out there who are, you know, throwing their seeds around and having children everywhere some of them actually are good fathers so I'm not going to paint everyone with a brush however however gentlemen this behavior has got to stop this behavior is part of the reason that the families are broken down the children have you know concerns and sometimes issues based on the fact that they do not have consistency from their father in their lives and we see this all the time definitely within my community within the black community it's something that is regular we see it all the time and I'm so proud as of late in the past I would say probably the past 10 years or so that you know that cycle is being broken right? I mean, for me, I was raised without a father. My mother had me, and then she had my two sisters by their dad. And that was that was that. And, you know, we didn't have a household where we had a father figure. We didn't have a household where there were two parents. You know, it was a struggle. It was a struggle emotionally. It was a struggle financially, definitely um and so sometimes these fathers they don't think or they don't realize the damage that they could be causing their children by just having kids with so many different women with no commitment and so we're gonna have a conversation about that because i think it's truly truly important i know that speaking for myself is when i was growing up and like i said i didn't come from a two-parent home Um, i saw my mother struggle quite a bit financially emotionally and you know i always said to myself i am not going to have children for a man that i don't love and don't um and i'm not married to i always had it in my mind that i'm not going to have children from a guy who doesn't want to marry me or I'm not going to have children for a guy who has a bunch of children with other women. That was always my, my promise to myself, my thought. And then when I met my husband, we had lived together for about two years and then surprisingly I got pregnant. We weren't engaged. We weren't married. We were a boyfriend and girlfriend. Obviously we were committed because we lived together, but I didn't have a ring on it. And so after I had my first son, um, it was great. He was a blessing And then my husband asked me for a second baby. He was like, you know, I don't want to have my kids far apart because he had had another daughter from a previous relationship. And at the time that I had my son, she was already turning 10. And so there was a huge age gap, right? Um, And in my mind, I'm like, I don't have a ring on it. But I knew that I loved him. And I knew that I wanted a family with him. I trusted that he was a family man, and even though he had a daughter from a previous relationship, in my mind, I was like, this is the guy that I want to be with. So we agreed to expand our family. We agreed to try for a second baby, and we did. And then my second son arrived. And after my second son arrived, he wasn't even a year old. And I was like, okay, here's the deal. You need to put a ring on it. Because if we are not married, if we are not, if you can't commit to actually say that I am your wife and I want to commit to you on that level, then I'm out of here. I got to go because I am not going to be in this relationship without you kind of solidifying to me how much me and your children mean to you me knowing that I was the second mother of his children, it was very important to me that I had that commitment, you know. Um, And some people, they live together for a long time, you know, they have no issues. They're just um, living together and they consider each other to be husband and wife without having the actual marriage and they're a family and everything is great and you know that turns every, everybody's different everybody has their own idea or their own standards of what it is that matter to them right that may work out great for you and you know what being the second mom and sometimes even being the third mother of his children sometimes that arrangement works out for you and you're fine with that but ladies at what point do we say to ourselves enough is enough. If I'm out and I run into, you know, a guy that I think is really good looking, I'm single, I'm ready to mingle. And I say to him, you know, do you have any kids? And he tells me, yeah, yeah, I have four kids. And I'm like, oh, okay. A normal question is going to be, were you married before? Did you have long term relationships? How many mothers mothered those four kids. If he tells me that he has four children by three different mothers or four children by four different mothers, that is a red flag. Okay, that is a red flag. I don't care who you are, whether you are a public figure, whether you are Joe Blow down the street, if you are going to tell me that that is your situation, then that is a red flag. That means that I'm coming into a situation where there is obviously issues with commitment, issues with stability. And do you want to get yourself involved in that? And I find that sometimes women, you know, they seem to dismiss the red flags, or they feel that they can change this person. And you know, he might have four different mothers for his four children. But you know, I think that I can change him. I think I will be the one, you know, he can settle down, we'll have a family together. And they feel that they can be the one. And it's a really heavy situation to want to take on. And I'm not saying that it never works out and that this man, you know, never works out and your relationship is an automatic failure before it even starts. But I can tell you that the majority or the percentage of that relationship lasting and having longevity um, and stability is very unlikely because it is a pattern. It is a pattern of behavior and People cannot change or will not change their behavior unless they want to change it. You cannot force him to change his, his way of thinking, to change his habits or his behaviors. And so at what point do we say to ourselves, no, this is not happening? If we're talking about, you know, public figures, recently there was um, a whole upset online on social media because nba star tristan thompson who is 30 years old and who very publicly um, had a high profile relationship with one of the kardashians chloe kardashian um, recently it was said that he has another woman pregnant now if this is true this would be his third child by a third mother okay so he initially, the story has it anyway, that he initially was living with and engaged to his then girlfriend who was pregnant with his first child. However, Tristan likes to cheat. And so apparently he started a relationship with Chloe Kardashian <coughs> Pardon me, before ending his relationship with his pregnant girlfriend. And Chloe was looked at as a homewrecker. And, you know, a lot of things were going on about what was happening. And a lot of people judged the situation. And so after a while, Chloe herself got pregnant. And when she was pregnant with Tristan's baby, lo and behold at eight months pregnant. Actually, I think she was actually nine months pregnant. And again, a huge scandal had broken out saying how Tristan was caught cheating at a club and misbehaving while he had his nine-month pregnant girlfriend at home. Obviously, this was frowned upon. Obviously, again, it caused the internet to go buzz, buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. But Chloe, being the person that she is, which apparently is very forgiving and believes that people need a second chance in life, um, she forgave him. She allowed him into the delivery room while she had the baby because she claims that she didn't want her daughter to ever know that her father wasn't there to see her delivery. And she definitely is better than I am because I don't know that I could ever have done that. Um, and so she gave him the opportunity to still be there for the birth of his child and um, they did get back eventually and so a lot of people trolled her a lot of people had a lot to say you know when you're on social media and when you are a public figure anything that you put out there you're kind of you have to understand that people are going to feel like they have an opinion and so there was a lot of comments kind of just bashing her you know and telling her that she needs to you know, love herself and, and get some self-worth and not tolerate this kind of behavior. Um, and she kind of bypassed all of that. I'm sure she had her own, you know, therapy that she probably endured to get through that period in her life. Um, but she did take him back. They did try again. And lo and behold, they broke up. Why? because again, Tristan was accused of the exact same thing, you know, fooling around the girl at at his hotel room, you know, he's an NBA star, he travels, he's at different places all the time. And, you know, there comes a point where you have to say to yourself, enough is enough, enough abuse, enough embarrassment. And like I said, you cannot change a person this is a pattern. It's the way they behave. When you have men who consistently behave this way, you are not going to change them. And to boot, when they get other women pregnant, usually they're not even planning the pregnancy, but they're out there doing it without any protection. And if you're a celebrity out there having sex with no protection, I can guarantee you that women will try to get pregnant for you in a heartbeat why because it secures their future and so you already know that you're in that volatile situation you already know that when women are approaching you that I don't really think they like you for who you are more than what you are okay and so you can't go into things being stupid but of course with men sometimes they think with the wrong head and this is what gets them into trouble so in Tristan Thompson's case he is now being you know allegedly accused of having this woman pregnant which is going to be the third mother for his child and it was also said that he had gotten her pregnant or he was having a sorry with this girl while he was actually still in a relationship with Chloe earlier this year and so again what does that do it makes you look really dumb It makes you look like you are a sucker of punishment. It makes you look like you have to work on your self-worth and your self-confidence. There's just a lot of things that people will have to say or have to say when it comes to, you know, you being put into that situation. But women, we have to be accountable to ourselves. We have to be accountable to ourselves because we are the only ones who put ourselves in that predicament. If I am going out and I, like I said, ran into a guy who tells me that he has four children by four baby mothers, I am sorry. I am walking. I don't care. I don't care how nice you are. I don't care the things that you have to say to me. I don't care. You could be the greatest dad. But at the end of the day, you have a pattern that needs to be broken. And I am not going to be the one to work with you to change that. You have to... You know, put yourself in a position where you are not going to get hurt or you're not going to bring children into the world that are not going to have a fair chance of having, you know, both parents in the picture or of having love and support from a father, especially if you already know that maybe this guy has children by multiple women and doesn't take care of them or doesn't spend time with them. You could pay, you know, pay custody or pay child support rather but never is around. I mean, there's so many reasons why we should be looking at that situation as a red flag. Right. Um, If you're looking at other people, like I'm going to talk about celebrities because celebrities really is what I know. I do know of multiple, just regular people that have multiple children by different women. And again, you know, my community being in the black community, We have a high rate of that, but it's not just black people. Don't get it twisted. There's all kinds of different nationalities that go through the exact same thing. And at the end of the day, regardless of where you come from or who you are, public or non-public personalities, we need to be accountable for our behavior. We need to understand that bringing children into the world is a blessing And you need to be there to support your children emotionally, physically, financially. And the more that, you know, these men go out there and basically sow the royal oats, pardon me, it is bringing a lot of children into the world that as much as yes, they are a blessing, you have no idea the damage that you could be doing to these children, because there's no way that you can offer yourself, your whole self to your children. There's just no way. Not only that, even if you are, like I said, a great dad to your child, being one of five or one of eight, whatever the number is, even if you are a great father, what type of Precedent are you setting with your children? What type of example are you setting with your children when you are in that type of situation? When it's consistent, recycled behavior? How are you setting, you know, your children up for success by being a role model? It's a question that you gotta ask yourself, right? We have future, future is a rapper. He's a rapper. He's got eight children by eight different mothers. Sierra, who is a very popular singer, R&B singer, happens to be one of those mothers. How do you come into a situation again, being baby mama number four or baby mama number five, and think that you're going to change this person's pattern of behavior and think that you're going to be the solution to his problem? How do you come in with that train of thought? I think women get wrapped up into the idea of love, you know, we're hopeless romantic sometimes and you're caught up in the whole situation and everything is great at first, the way he treats you, the way he, you know, talks to you and things that he does. And it's all a honeymoon phase, you know, and then you happen to get pregnant, you happen to have a child and the relationship continues. And then slowly as things become more normal and you become more used to yourself, you start to learn about each other, you know your perhaps your likes and your dislikes of what this person has to offer, and vice versa and before you know it, that newness has worn out or that pattern of behavior to cheat or to um you know look elsewhere kind of resurfaces and it resurfaces because genuinely it sometimes never left so now you're talking about two different types of people you're talking about people who who could be monogamous in their relationships they stay in a relationship they have children with this woman the relationship doesn't work out they move on to someone else they have a good relationship with this person they get this woman pregnant the relationship doesn't work out they move on to another relationship Okay, so you have this baby father who is monogamous in each relationship, who is not a cheater, but who consistently moves on or out of relationships and has children with all of these baby mothers. Then you have the man who is in a relationship, but while in that relationship, cheats on this woman, cheats on this woman gets another woman pregnant. Right? That's got to be the worst kind of pain in a relationship to know that not only did you cheat on me, but you actually got another woman pregnant and is carrying your child. I mean, there's so many different levels to the types of men who tend to do this type of behavior or who tend to have this kind of behavior. So you look at him and you think to yourself, Seriously, eight mothers by eight different, you know, eight children by eight mothers. I mean, that's insanity, right? Then you have Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon has seven children, two with Mariah, and then he has a set of twins with a woman and another one that is the exact same age. Okay, so three babies by two mothers, the exact same age. Really, Nick? It just boggles my mind. Boggles my mind and so ladies I just want to I wanted to have a conversation about it because I just feel like we deserve so much better. but the problem is that we get caught up into these relationships we put our red flag symbols aside. we allow you know these men to get into our minds get into our hearts and we trust that they're going to change. we trust that you know we're coming in as someone who's going to change them, give them a reason to, to act differently, give them a reason to, to love us and to want the kind of lifestyle that we want. And again, I tell you, it's a great fantasy, but not something that you can do. These men have to want to change. They have to want to be better versions of themselves. And the more that we condone this kind of behavior, coming into a relationship and, you know, accepting the role of being his baby mother, number four or five or six, the more that we consistently accept this kind of behavior is the more these men will continue to do it because what's the reason to change? Why, why bother changing? You know, um, we have to have standards for ourselves. We have to want better for ourselves and we want, we have to want better for our children You know, it's so painful to know that after what we consider to be a great honeymoon phase, we're in a relationship, you're having, you know, relations with this guy, you get pregnant, (coughs) pardon me, you have children, and then down the road, you take them to court because you have to fight for child support, or you have to just basically, you know, get in their face about being a father that's present, a father that's present and there for their children. It's not always about money. You know, it's about being there for your child. And how far can you spread yourself when you have all these children with so many different women? I mean, it's just not the kind of lifestyle that we promote or that we should be promoting, regardless of the type of community that you come from. End of story. And so I just want to say that setting standards for ourselves Making sure that we know our worth, making sure that we think about longevity and think about the type of person that we're in a relationship with. And if this person is the type of parent that you want to have children for, is this person the type of guy who, you know, makes you feel secure in your relationship, who you feel can validate your idea of what family means or what your family should look like. And I'm not saying that you are going to be with, you know, a guy who maybe has no children, and that you get together and the next thing you know, you're going through the same ordeal, you know, he might have cheated on you, he might have gotten someone else pregnant, or, you know, the relationship falls apart because of other things. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter What matters is, how are you coming into this relationship? How are you coming into the relationship where he already has children? You know, where he has already shown you a pattern of behavior. How are you coming into this relationship? And why do you feel that you should? Right? A lot of things to kind of look deep inside yourself to validate your feelings and to validate what it is that you think you deserve. And so regular women, you know, not women who are dating NBA players or not women who are dating, you know, movie stars and singers and rappers or whatever the case might be. But regular women dating regular men in our communities, right, regardless of what kind of community you come from, just regular folk have standards for yourself. See yourself, (coughs) pardon me, in a better position, Because if you have standards, and if you know your self worth, you will not allow someone else to pull you down. And this whole argument, this whole fight with different baby mamas, and all the drama that comes with it, you don't need any of that. You don't need it. And you shouldn't want it. You are worth more. And so that's all I have to say when it comes to this topic. Um, if it resonated with you, um, send me an email, let me know how much you liked it or just, you know, let me know that you listened to a part of it that kind of, you know, hit you and made you rethink things. I just like to know that the topics that we talk about kind of, you know, you can identify with it. And if you have someone in your life who you think, you know, would benefit from hearing it, then definitely share this episode and um yeah that's all I really have to say about it it's just a very sad but sore point point. and I just know that we deserve better for ourselves so that being said thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode number 17 um I wish you guys all a great week until next time